Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another IMCO with myself, Jonathan Chan. I'm so glad that you can join me today live on Facebook for lunch as we talk about what topped the news this past week, and hopefully I can offer you a coherent Christian opinion, my Christian opinion, hence it's IMCO in my Christian opinion. So what topped the news this past week? Well, over the weekend, there was a news article on CTV. And again, I put the link at the bottom of this video for your perusal. And it was about FOMO or not even FOMO. It's to use FOMO to leverage FOMO to convince young people to get vaccinated. Now, just for your information, I'm vaccinated. I only had my one jab. I'm looking forward to my second jab. And after the public health announcement yesterday, oh, we are so close, so very close in getting back to normal routines and normality. And so message for all of us, please behave. Don't screw this up. We're on the right trajectory. If we could continue this and keep this up and everybody could get vaccinated and get their second vaccine soon, hey, we'll be back to normal by probably as early as July 15th. Isn't that great? I can't wait to see all of you, especially as a pastor. I can't see, can't wait to see my folks physically finally. And so hopefully um, as long as we behave and mental note, a little bit of a note for those folks over there at English, English Bay, please don't screw this up. So as long as we behave and on the right trajectory, we might actually get back to normal very soon by July 15th. Okay, now back to this. All right, so uh, on the news article, they were saying how uh, a few uh, medical specialists and some doctors were saying, oh, we should use, uh, we should leverage FOMO to convince young people to get vaccinated as quickly as possible. Now, for some of you who don't know what the acronym FOMO is, it's basically spelled out as fear of missing out. So an example, what would a FOMO be, what would an example of FOMO be to leverage to convince young people to get vaccinated? Well, you could say, um, hey, you know those movie theaters? You can finally go back to the movies if you get vaccinated because everybody else is, uh, is going to the movies, so you'll be missing out. Or how about indoor gatherings, parties, pubs, beer gatherings? You'll be missing out if you don't get vaccinated. So you get my drift. FOMO, the use of fear of missing out, the leveraging of fear of missing out. Granted, you know, uh, this method does seem to work. Uh, if you follow the news in the States, the United States, quite a few states in America have used that method as well. Uh, some, some of those methods are borderline bribery. Uh, for example, in Ohio, uh, they, the mayor, some of the mayors are there in, that, in Ohio say, hey, if you get vaccinated, you get free beer. Or if you get vaccinated, you get entered into a lottery that will give $1 million each day to the winner. Uh, okay, fine. That's like, um, and their vaccination percentage have gone up dramatically, which is great. But is that really something that we should do? Um, case in point with it, this article for the FOMO, should we leverage FOMO 
Because to me, at first glance, at first read, it seemed appropriate. It seemed very appropriate. It's a great tool. But then another part of me suddenly creeped in and said, but this is borderline patronizing the, the young people. Uh, basically, what I mean is you're telling the by leveraging FOMO, you're actually telling the young people that they're too dumb to make a good decision. That uh, that basically you're telling them that, hey, because you're young and stupid, you cannot make a great good decision. And so therefore, we need to put a carrot out there in order for you to make the right decision. That's patronizing. Um, patronizing basically means you're uh, kind of saying that's something good, but really behind the scenes in the undertone, you're condescending that person at the same time. And so I felt, I don't know about you, but when I read the article and when I read about the method they were using about, you know, oh, you know, you could miss out on things if you don't get vac vaccinated. You can miss out on all the good stuff if you don't get vaccinated. I thought, really? Do the young people really need to know that or really need that method or really need to tell them that they're going to miss out on things? Why can't they make a really good decision on their own and just read the science and read the the general consensus and get the information and make their own judgments calls. Why do we need to tell them that? And why do we need to tell them that they're too stupid to make a good decision? I think young people are bright enough, intelligent enough to make great decisions and very good decisions. Because contrary to what I've seen in many adults who are way older, 10 to 20 years older than they, I don't see many adults making good decisions lately. So, why patronize them? So the whole idea of patronizing, what is my Christian opinion on that? So let's uh, move ahead and offer you my Christian opinion. First, the takeaways though. The three takeaways on patronizing. Number one, uh, like I said, patronizing quickly defined is basically you're condescending a person, but it's disguised as doing something good for them. So um, for example, in the Christian world, in, uh, whenever I listen to sermons uh, from other pastors, which I do, and I appreciate them, sometimes I hear th this. It goes like this. Uh, the pastor says, If only you have read this passage in John 20 times plus like I have, you would be able to find out that this, that is patronizing. That's basically telling somebody that they are lower than you. Or... Uh, or just case in point, the FOMO. Oh, well, you know, if, uh, if you do this, you'll get this. And if you do this and you'll get this, uh, don't you want this? If you do, you'll get this. That's patronizing as well. It's like saying, what? You don't think I, could, I am able to make my own decisions? You don't think I'm an, I'm an adult enough to make a rational and good decision for myself? That's patronizing. So patronizing by definition, uh, quickly, just to, for myself anyway, is it's condescending, disguised as doing something good for others. Number two, when we patronize people, especially for myself with my, uh, with my daughter, uh, you know, we always, as parents, we always want to be able to uh, teach them uh, to, of, about empowerment. We want to empower them. We want to build their self-esteem. We want to nurture their independence so that they can make good decisions for themselves. By waving carrots around uh, through, you know, 
and bribery and patronizing them, it doesn't help, does it? Uh, it doesn't encourage them to learn beyond the box that we have created for them. It doesn't help them to make good decisions on their own. And it doesn't help with regards to self-esteem. In fact, we're actually nurturing these individuals to demand things to, in order to make good decisions. They need to wait for a carrot in order for them to make a good decision. Or even a decision, period. It doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. They are waiting for carrots to make a good decision. And that's not the type of people we want in society, right? We would like to have some people who take full responsibility of their own decisions, but also know what their decisions entail and what it requires of them. Information, research, responsibility, accountability, and independent. So I do not believe that patronizing actually helps the cause, especially with regards to convincing youth to take their vaccine. In fact, what we should do is just offer them information, good, clear information of why vaccines enable them and protect them from COVID-19. And once that we do that, we don't need to throw carrots in the mix. We don't need to throw a little carrot sticks or big carrots to convince them of making that decision. They, I think they are smart enough to make their own decision. In fact, after chatting with a few folks over at the high school near me, all the kids, all the high schoolers want to be vaccinated. None of them say, no, I don't want to get vaccinated. They do want to get vaccinated, regardless of the carrots that are thrown at them. And so I believe that in, by patronizing our young people, it doesn't help with their empowerment, self-esteem, and independence. It actually gets compromised. And it goes completely contrary to the type of people we want to raise, the type of people we want to nurture. Third, superiority and discrimination. This one comes in light of uh, the world of benevolence. Now, I am in a nonprofit world. I work in the nonprofit world for quite some time now. In fact, after counting the number of years, I've worked in this industry for 10 years now. And I've seen it. I've seen it in myself and I've seen it in others where when we the stuff that we do, the benevolent things that we do, the good that we do by offering free things and offering free food and shelter. And it sometimes has that tone that even though we may not be conscious of it, there's that tone where I'm better than you. Therefore, that's why I'm doing it for you because you are unable to do it yourself. You follow? That's patronizing as well. It's saying to people that we have, we are far more superior than you, and uh, and we are, and we know better than you, and so therefore we are giving this to you because you can't do it yourself. And unfortunately, historically, if you run through that line back in the, in history, there's a little bit of discrimination as well. Not a little bit, a lot. Uh, like we, there are some discrimination that a particular race or ethnicity is incapable of making part of good decisions and being able to survive on their own, and therefore we need to do it for them. Oh, case in point, there wasn't actually a, a another uh, hot news item news news item uh, uh, this past week, and it was a revelation of a indigenous lawyer who came out and said that way back in the 1980s, I can't remember, 1980s and 1990s, social workers basically forced indigenous women 
or indigenous girls to put uh, to have their to have IUDs inserted into them. And uh, for those of you who don't know, IUDs are birth form birth control, and so they were forced to take IUDs, and uh, that is discriminatory and that's patronizing, isn't it? Basically, you're telling the, uh, the indigenous girl that she is incapable of making good decisions for herself. So uh, that's another um, way, another article, another news article about patronizing. So there you have it. Um, patronizing also, uh, one of the consequences is to, and whether we're conscious or not, we, when we patronize people, we're actually claiming superiority or superiority over them. And when you go through the, into the past or even till now, there's still some discrimination as well, saying our race is better than yours. Your race or ethnicity ha- is pathetic. It cannot make good decisions, and therefore we have to do it for you. All right, let me go into the Christian opinion. Conclusion. Uh, the question is, did Jesus ever patronize his people? Did Jesus patronize me or patronize you who are maybe Christians, uh, Christian viewers and listeners? Did he ever say, look what you're missing if you don't believe in me? Um, well, scouring through the Bible and, and especially through the New Testament, because, hey, I asked, like, that's where Jesus was mentioned overtly. Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't say, look what you're missing. Look, that if you believe in me, you're going to get all this. He didn't say that. He didn't, uh, he didn't say that, tell people, or, that, or he didn't leverage FOMO uh, to patronize people. He didn't say that you are incapable of making your own decisions for yourself and uh, making good decisions. No. Uh, instead, he gave us a choice whether to follow him or not. And interesting enough, when he... Uh, when he says that if we choose to follow him, it's not necessarily sunshine and rainbows that is promised. It's not even wealth or health or, uh, or prosperity that's promised. It's actually suffering. He actually promised suffering for those who follow him. And so it's not about, so he never did a patronizing, he never patronized his disciples, nor any of his followers, nor anybody he encountered. He never patronized anyone. In fact, what he did was he basically gave the, 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 the facts about what it means to follow him. He basically said, this is what this would be, and following him would result in this, would result in immense suffering and persecution. And after that, uh, this will happen, the whole, and the entire world will be renewed through that, through him. So it had nothing to do with you or with me personally. There was no um, leverage on our selfish desires, no leverage on what we want for ourselves. And that's what patronizing is. It's uh, actually leveraging on our own little desires inside of us. And Jesus didn't do that. But I fear that, uh, unfortunately I fear, that uh, I hear from uh, you know various sources that sometimes uh, we hear this uh, on the pulpit saying, look what you're missing. If you don't believe in Jesus, you're missing out on this um, wonderful life uh, of prosperity, of health and wealth. And uh, unfortunately, that is untrue. And that is actually patronizing people and 
tempting them and bribing them, telling them that, hey, because you can't make a right, a good decision, let me throw in more cares for you to make that decision. And that is wrong. I do not believe that uh, Christians should ever use that method, nor uh, should we ever even um, have that attitude when we do good for others. I think we need to follow the attitude of Jesus, where we sacrifice ourselves, put other people's interests above our own, put themselves above ourselves and love them sacrificially instead of expecting things in return. And it, and uh, having that attitude of saying, hey, because you can't do it yourself, I have to do it for you. No, we do it because we just love people regardless of where they are, who they are, and and what, what circumstances they find themselves in. All right, I hope I made sense. That is all from me with regards to patron, um, patronizing people and uh, I've offered my Christian opinion. Feel free to chime in. You could uh, enter your comments in the bottom of this uh, post or you could message me through my website at companyofdisciples.com. I will post that website in the end of this uh, IMCO. Thank you for joining me. Till next time, have a blessed week. Thank you.